Hey beautiful soul, this is the Cafecito and Terror podcast and on this episode we have the full moon in Libra and we're going to talk about romanticizing the past. So grab your cafecito or tecito, get comfy and let's get into it. Welcome to another episode of the Cafecito and Tarot Podcast. I'm your host, Nicole P, coming to you from the Pacific Northwest, and it truly is an honor to be here in space with you. I am honored by your presence. Thank you for coming by and uh, going deep with me. Uh, Before I get into today's episode, I want to pose a question to you. And this is my question. What is good in your world? I'm not talking about in the world, like in society, but what is going good in your world? I want to hear you, metaphorically speaking, that is. I want to hear you. Say it out loud. Let the universe hear it. What is good in your world? Mm, I can just feel, I can just feel the energy coming from you. I know that there's something There's some glimpses of joy, of growth, of something, right? It may be what's good in your world is the pancakes you're eating right now, the tea you're drinking. Um, Maybe what's good in your world is you woke up, you have another day. What's good in your world is you feel a little bit more energy today, coming back into realignment with body. Maybe it's just that you're sitting here taking breaths. Whatever it is that's good in your world, honor it, love it. And let me share what's good in my world. Um, Right now, if I could say what is good in my world, I would say that I woke up feeling a little bit more at ease with some transitions going on in my life. Not fully there, still some work to do and things that I got to, you know, move through because there's no way around it, but through it, but I have a little bit more ease and, um, yeah, that's what's good in my world. That's what's good in my world. And, uh, actually, uh, some cinema rolls that I just picked up to bring home to my mother. That's what's also good. I'm recording this actually sitting in my car, um, looking out at the water, I attempted so many times this morning to record this episode and I, I just kept on getting tongue-tied and had to stop and re-record and stop and re-record and I just said maybe I need to step back because I was feeling the message so strong in my body and in my mind. I was having a really, really hard time putting all of this to words, putting this all to words. Um, and so here we go. I'm going to give it, I'm going to give it my best shot and, uh, Let's let's get into this. So, um, in this episode, I'm reflect. I'm sharing reflections and invitations around the Libra full moon, and um, the full moon, right? Grandmother Moon and her full illumination, and really, like one of the biggest things that I'm feeling, and it may be because I'm I'm. Maybe it has to do with something that I'm moving through or invitations in my life and that I'm sharing. And so I just hope it flows for you. And, you know, what flows does, what doesn't leave, can leave behind. 
And I'm really feeling this energy. So we have um, with the Libra moon, let me back up just a moment. With the Libra at full moon, we have the tarot cards, the justice card, the goddesses of justice that I like to call that card, and the empress. And an Aries season, right? Because the moon, when the moon is full moon, it is direct opposition of the sun. And our sun is in Aries. We started Aries season last week, the marker of the spring equinox, cardinal fire. The cards are the ter- um, cards of the tarot are the emperor and the tower. And I want us not to get caught up as far as, oh, the emperor and the emperor together, empress, excuse me, melding. I, I want to shy away from or, or steer away from that dichotomy um, because actually I don't really feel a lot of strong emperor energy with this full moon I feel the tower and the tower in connection to the empress those are the two connections that I feel and I feel like the goddess of justice is this overarching vibe like vibe I feel as if the goddess of justice is actually taking their sword and carving a circle around the empress and it's a circle of protection of karmic protection for this full moon and the empress is what I feel so so strongly and I really feel this energy in relationship to attachments and how we romanticize attachments of the past in our relationships. Now, relationships may mean uh, relationship with self, may mean relationship as far as intimacy, like a partner or lover or, you know, husband, wife, girlfriend, boyfriend, homie, lover, friend, (laughs) homie, lover, friend. I don't know if they still say that, but that was, um, I'm dating myself, but that's what we used to call our, our homie lover friends. <laughs> um, could be a place of employment, right? Could be a work, could be family, could be friends, right? So could be I, all of those, one of those, two of those, or all of them are neither, right? But relationships it could be any one of those relationships. Um, with the Empress energy and invitations the empress really representing she represents many things right but there's this energy of this birth slash rebirth depending on where you are in your cycle and your journey and what's going on for you it may be a birthing cycle it may be a rebirthing cycle and it's this energy and invitations of rooting so me we may receive And we may also nurture ourselves as we prepare for birth, metaphorically speaking. Okay, so bear with me. And when we're in these spaces, right, metaphorically speaking of birthing, before the actual birthing, we're in a space of discomfort at times. There can be excitement and there can also be strong um, pains. Like thinking about when, um, thinking about like pain, like because like, you know, like 
literally speaking, childbirth in of itself, right? There's contractions and there's pain that goes through that, right? Physical pain. But we're thinking metaphorically, and I just did the parallel between actual physical birth, childbirth, but um, just to draw an example. So when we're in these spaces, right, it's a lot of unknown discomfort, yet with excitement, yet with eagerness. And when we're in the spaces of this, oftentimes there can be fear, which is natural and normal. Because it's fear of the unknown. And so when we're going into these deep, deep transformational journeys, processes, cycles, there's a lot of unknown. A lot of times we're taking steps. We're saying, oh, well, wait a minute. I'm already, I'm already like six months into this, you know, metaphorically speaking, pregnancy. I, I'm going to be giving birth. I'm I'm already in this step. I'm already moving and grooving. There's like no turning back. But yet, sometimes we crave turning back because there's these attachments and we tend to romanticize these attachments because they offer us a little bit of um, this like, hey, if this doesn't work, back, work out, I'm going to go back. Or, oh, it, it wasn't really so bad, right? Because it's it's fear, right, of the unknown. And the discomfort, which we all go through, and that's natural. And what happens is with our attachments in the past, when we romanticize them to the extent that we still open the door of possibilities to go back, it really blocks us to be able to fully open to all the splendors, the pain and the glory of birth and rebirth. And it also blocks us in some ways or muddles our vision, muddles our um, intuition to trust that the goddess of justice has a circle of protection around us, regardless of the outcome, regardless of what is birthed, we are protected. Regardless of what is birthed, we are protected. What shows up in those moments of birth and what we birth out, what we give um, creation to, what we step into and move to is ours to have and our experience to have. All of it. All of it. So in this full moon, you may consider opening to the invitation in your ritual of imagining the full illumination of Grandmother Moon coming down and cleansing out all levels of your consciousness, cleansing your body, and it's as if Grandmother Moon ascends the goddess, um, assigns, excuse me, the goddess of justice to come through the sky and draw that circle of protection around you as you sit in the middle of that circle. It's a circle of initiation. The Empress is holding you as you enter this state of labor. 
and the state of labor may not be what um, brings forth immediate birth or rebirth, but rather in this labor, this labor is one of releasing, releasing attachments that are really romanticized. And that romanticized attachment no longer serves us. No longer serves us. We can honor beauty that has happened, joy, the good things in our past relationships, whatever relationship is to you. We can honor those and we can miss those things. We can. And that's also part of the labor. How do we mourn what once was that can no longer be? And so in this full moon, I really feel very strongly about these invitations of just uh, surrendering and allowing ourselves to be cleansed of these attachments, these attachments to past relationships that are not needed any longer because we can still be connected to past. We can still honor past, but we don't have to have that romanticized attachment like all was um, sunny and glorious and wonderful and like unicorns and cupcakes. And there may have been those moments. There may have been some really like fucked up shit, right? That's like, wait a minute, I don't need that as well. Or And what often happens is when we romanticize, right, we like make everything cupcakes and unicorns and that's not the case right because otherwise we wouldn't be in this process of evolution of shedding and it's like I think about when you know a child is born right they come out and then there's also like the afterbirth that comes out of the body a woman's body and it's like all of these things that need to shed and and be um, offered up or I said, should say below, you know, offer up to spirit and then offered into the earth to, to decompose. So it's, it's going a little deep and it's kind of, to me, reminds me of kind of like a, a spider web of these connections. And I feel the tower in the way of that things that have come to unravel and not be the remnants of them are on the ground and how can we offer those up as well for what we are building doesn't ask of the remnants of the past there's new remnants there's new materials there's new new right for us to build our future towers so it's honoring offering cleansing and just releasing releasing romanticized notions and attachments of our past relationships that we um, in our heart of hearts do not desire do not really um, call forth to carry carry on into our phase um, our next cycle that um, we are birthing that's what I feel beautiful soul um, yeah, and the the thing is, that I think there's one other thing that I wanted to uh, mention before I close it out. With these attachments, like any of this, what I'm offering, 
right? It's just messages that I feel, right? And um, that have come to me, and it came to me really, really strongly, really strongly this morning. And um, uh, many times we may be conscious and aware of the romanticized attachments to past relationships and sometimes we are not aware of those sometimes you are not aware of those so if you're in this space to say I'm not sure I'm unaware or not aware of any uh, romanticized attachments I have to past relationships that may be um, in the way of my birthing process you don't have to know and you don't have to spend time to reflect and trying to figure it out. You can simply sit and surrender to spirit, to grandmother moon, to ancestors and saying that I, I may not know. Actually, I don't know. It's not in my conscious mind, in my awareness. However, if there happens to be any sorts of cobwebs that I am in need of clearing, please, Spirit, I grant you permission to do so. And I trust that you will do, you will support what I'm able and capable to handle at this time. So I wanted to make that very clear. We're not always conscious of what it may be, and that's okay. We are able to still engage in the invitations, open to the invitations, and rituals and ceremonies of this. Romanticize attachments to past relationships. That's, that's what I felt very, very strongly about this full moon. Reflecting upon how the goddess of justice can come to draw a circle of protection for you as you sit in the arms of the Empress. Rooted, receiving the Empress's nurturing love, having the Empress's love rekindle your own capacity to nurture yourself in this process of birth and of rebirth. And that is what I have for you today, beautiful soul. I welcome you at any point in time. If you have questions for me, you are more than welcome to go to my website, www.mystic.com. Oh, I'm sorry, mysticbeacafe.com, M-Y-S-T-I-C, B as in boy, E-L-L-A-C-A-F-E.com. There's a section that says podcast, and underneath that it says submit a question. You can submit a question, submit a comment, and um, just know that I'm here for you. I truly am here for you. 
however you open to what all the invitations to messages to medicina however you flow baby you just flow you just you just do you you do and move with what feels right and in line with where you are on your journey so i wish you a beautiful beautiful full moon cycle and um I'll talk with you next week. Peace, love, and everything in between, beautiful soul. Take care.